Welcome to another episode of my weekly podcast, Mihal Mahibhal Unplugged. This week I would like to talk to you about shamanic astrology, how I use it in my everyday life and how you can use it in your life by applying and observing the principles of astrology. We just passed the new moon in Virgo and this is exactly the subject where I would like to talk about a little bit more because it could really kick off kind of an astrology journey for you where you start paying attention to more detail which is already very Virgo-like but where you also maybe start observing patterns that astrology does bring about and place them up in our everyday life which then can lead to you living a life that is full of more awareness, but also living a life that is more aligned with the cosmos. I do believe that shamanic astrology plays a very important part on how we live our life. It can help us to be more in tune with what is happening in the cosmos and therefore be more in harmony with everything that is. In the last few years working with the moon, especially the full moon and the new moon has become very popular, not only in spiritual circles but I do see also here now some ordinary people paying more attention to the moon or at least observing that certain things are happening around these specific two moon events. And when we're looking into spiritual circles where the moon has become more popular, we often see people are using the energy or the power of the moon to manifest what they want. This is mostly during a new moon phase where we're setting the intention for the new cycle, but also becoming more aware that the full moon could be a good time to gather people together to hold a small ceremony and just to celebrate what we have achieved so far. But shamanic astrology goes a little bit further than that. Of course we're using astrology in a very practical matter and is this very fruitful to do so? But first of all I think that people should spend much more time observing and working with the moon in a very everyday kind of format to really observe the energies and getting closer to the energies that are presenting to us without already wanting something back yeah without already having that thought in mind that you need to you want something and this is why you're trying to do something even though this thinking of cause and effect is not a bad thing, especially when we're looking into the new moon in Virgo, which is a very practical uh, sign. At the same time, it's more about becoming aware and paying attention. The new moon in Virgo has just passed, as I said, just two days ago, and we're still feeling the impact, of course, it's always a very specific, a very special time um, around the new moon that we experience certain qualities of tiredness, especially before the, 
the new moon. So if you would imagine the cosmos and especially the operational system of the sun and the moon as like a cosmic clock and when the new moon appears the sun and the moon are on the same place so it would, would say the sun and the moon is at 12 o'clock yeah so they are in alignment with each other which means the sun and the moon are in the same sign while in when the full moon appears we have the sun and the moon opposite each other so that creates much more tension and that also of course releases totally different energies so when we're looking at the new moon and the sun in shamanic astrology is our consciousness things that we are aware of it's also our projected willpower and the moon represents our subconscious mind our hidden motivation our soul energy things that are a little bit in the dark but a very strong driving force so when these things are coming into alignment we have for that moment in time when the new moon happens we do have the possibility that we can align ourselves to this kind of cosmic clock yeah we can align the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and put them in harmony with this cosmic clock and this will then allow us to move for the next 28 days energetically much more in harmony with the circle of the sun and the moon so of course every new moon is happening in a different sign and therefore carries different energetic qualities that we can be working with over the 28 days over the moon cycle till a new one is going to start and there is something which a lot of people already do when they're trying to manifest things that they're sitting down very consciously they're making maybe a meditation and then they're setting the intention yeah there's they're holding that thought in their mind that they want to manifest attract bring something in their life or make something happen and then using the energy to trying to manifest what they want however i've seen a lot of people who do set the intention on the new moon and then not even coming to the full moon they're already forgotten what that intention was because life's moving on and so that could be something that it takes much more than just planting the seed on a new moon to really attract the things that you want to have in your life but they're already doing the right thing by understanding that the phase between new moon all the way up to the full moon in two weeks time is a phase of building it's a phase of attracting it's a phase of creating yeah it's a very outgoing accumulating energy so of course things that you want to manifest or bring into your life will come into your life much easier if you know how to do it 
As I said that every new moon is different and this time we had a new moon in Virgo. So we moved away from the very busy summer holiday energy which is often happening in Leo. So our society has this kind of six weeks holidays in summer which are often <clears throat> falling into the Leo season. A little, um, we get one week or so in Virgo till the school starts again, especially in the Northern Hemisphere. So kind of society has put these kind of timings onto us, yeah? So summer holidays, that, that's something that the government has decided um, people will off, um, be off school and they will be on the summer holidays. So therefore what happens is the parents and families and people get really busy during the summer holidays. Of course, they need to keep the kids occupied, they need to do stuff with them. Otherwise, if we would have a cosmic clock and we would take holidays according to the star signs, then we would not be so busy during the Leo season because it's normally, astrologically speaking, a time of rest and rejuvenation but of course because the government sees that differently and we are on um, holidays um, or the kids are on holidays during that time there's no rest um, of course so it's going a little bit um, the implemented holiday times and time generally that's reinforced by society and that's reinforced by the government is not in harmony with the cosmological happenings and this is why I also believe that we are falling out of harmony and we are falling out of balance. And that also leads to a lot of illness or diseases and mental health issues because we're not honoring the cosmic cycles and we're not listening to what our body needs and our mind needs at that moment in time. And there I'm tapping already a little bit into this Virgo energy because Virgo is really good in analyzing things. For the next 28 days, you could make um, a list of things that you need to do and start prioritizing them. Yeah, you're going to analyze every process that needs to be done. And because you don't want to overwhelm yourself, you want to give yourself some structure and you want to give yourself a timeline on when you're going to do what kind of projects. So this would be something where you're making the best of the next four weeks by restructuring your everyday life, by restructuring the way you work and paying more attention where you're giving out energy, where you're leaking energy, where you're not using your energy in the best way possible. Because this is Virgo. Virgo is all about analyzing, finding the flaws and then offering a better um, solution. Of course, there's also a seasonal period um, that we just entered now. Where we, when we enter into the cancer season, we're entering into summer. And we got Leo in summer and part of Virgo. But Virgo is already the sign where it's the late summer. So this is the energy where after a resting period if we even had that we're now going back to work we're now going to 
to make plans and not only for the next 28 days but it's also a good time to make plans till the rest of the year. So you might going to create some lists, how you're going to prepare for winter, things that needs fixing in the house, maybe things that you want to buy in before they get too expensive, you want to get organized. If you're going on holiday in winter, then that's maybe something you want to think about booking right now. So it's all with Virgo energy when we're hitting that kind of um, plateau. During the year, we're already reflecting much more forward because we feel that we want to get organized and we want to be more um, efficient with our energy. We want to waste less of the energy that we have available. We also want to be more productive and we want to achieve our goals. So this is why we often need to make a plan that allows us to oversee the whole process. So this can also be kind of a, a, a time of discrimination where we also need to very consciously decide who we're going to give our energy to, what kind of projects do deserve our energy and how much of it. Because Virgo allows us this that we acknowledge when we are overwhelmed and then we're going to make certain decisions of, for example, I'm going to cut back on social media because it's just taking my time, not making me really productive, just um, taking my attention and my energy and really not allowing me to stay focused on what I want to do. That could be one thing. You could also think about saving. You're wanting to save some money um, because you have future plans or you know how much work you need to put in to achieve a certain goal. It's also a time where, I don't know if you feel it, but it's also where the attention turns more inwardly. First of all, it turns to the quality of our thoughts, because Virgo is ruled by Mercury, which rules the mind, especially the logical mind, as I said, where we're going to make calculations, where we're thinking about how we're going to use our time most productively. But it's also turning towards the quality of our thoughts so we're going to pay more attention on what we are thinking and how we are motivated and um, to do certain things and if there is maybe a default or fault in our thinking like negative very critical thoughts which we often have with Virgo energy because it's driving for um, or thriving I should say um, for perfectionism then we can also have this insight that we need to rearrange our thoughts yeah that we need to be really aware of our intention and our motivation because that will be determine how successful we are going to be but it's also the moment where we maybe decide that we can only plan so much ahead and there is a part that will always be unknown to us. If this is out of circumstances where we need to have faith and trust into a higher power that everything is going to be all right or everything is going to work out in the best way possible without me interfering all the time. Because Virgo has a very spiritual trait to it. 
Yeah, it's often associated with the energy of sacrifice. And if we go back in time, we see that people have sacrificed other people, animals, food, yeah, so as an offering to the gods that they're going to bring them good harvest because we are moving into the harvest time where we now kind of earning what we sown. And so the people were hoping that if they give a sacrifice or an offering to the gods, that that would also put them into a good mood, yeah? that they would have enough food for the ongoing autumn and winter season, that they would do the right things, that the crop's going to work out great, no one's going to fall ill or sick. So this kind of a time of sacred prayer, where we're turning more inward and looking for that connection, that allows us to um, access to a higher power. So you might going to feel um, the next few weeks to make some time to bring some sacredness into your world. This could be ritual in terms of how you drink your cup of tea in the morning, how you dress, your morning routine. You might going to start having cold showers to really freshen your body up. Um, you might going to start a more healthy morning routine where you're going to have herbal tea instead of coffee. So this could all be these little arrangements where you say, I'm going to treat my body, my mind um, and my spirit more sacred. So making time to connect with a higher power. I'm going to make time to treat myself more sacred. Like also the body, Virgo has something to do with the body and health. Um, the moon rules in Virgo, it rules the digestive system, which is very interesting because we were already talking about discrimination of thoughts and the mind, but it's also about your diet. So it's a good time to start implementing more meals that are cooked, warm, like stews, so the warming the stomach, you want to pay more attention to the spleen, which is um, the organ of discrimination, where it's going to decide where all the food that we have digested is going to, how good it is going to be, how good it can be absorbed by the body. It's also a good time if you're thinking about to have a colon cleanse, you could also take more probiotics to help build this um, bacteria in your gut, help that things can be broken down more easily that you eat. Paying more attention to what, in what environment you eat your food because that plays a very important role on how it's been digested by the body, what kind of mindset. You can also make it sacred of feeling more gratitude for the food that you have, also blessing your food and thinking there's a lot of people in the world who cannot afford food or not good quality food, so you're going to find yourself in humbling yourself a little bit, appreciating what you have. And of course, you could also then share this with other people to make it into like a harvest feast and um, to celebrate the good harvest, to celebrate your achievements, to celebrate all that is good in life. 
Virgo is also the sign of hard work. Yeah, it doesn't shy away of taking responsibility to work hard to achieve their goals. There can be a tendency of overworking, overthinking, attention through anxiety, which then can lead that we're eating the wrong things because we want to ease this pressure and we want to bring some pleasure into our life because we have been working hard. So this kind of um, work hard, play hard attitude is in long term, of course, damaging to the system. So it's about finding a balance to knowing that we can achieve our goals if we keep working hard the same time honoring some sacred time where we just feel grateful that we are able to be in the world, that we are healthy, that we want to make certain changes in our life to maybe not work so hard. Because Virgo is also about finding a way to work more efficiently on a very practical level. So that means discriminating as I said before between the projects that you've got to do and the energy that you have available for each and if you can't tell in energy because that's maybe always changing you might gonna allocate certain hours a day where you say at this time I'm really focusing on this project to get this done and I will be doing it to the highest standard possible and before you do this, you could also do a meditation to allow even that spiritual energy to work through you and help you in the moments where you maybe feel that you reached your limitations. Could also be a time where you maybe have socialized um, a lot. Yeah, The Leo energy is very outgoing, where we party on. I want to have experience, I want to be seen, I want to have pleasure, you know, I want attention and I'm going to give attention. And now we're moving into Virgo where the energy is going to simmer down a little bit. So we're coming from this fire energy now into earth energy. It's about grounding yourself. It's about withdrawing your energy of too many things um, have been going on on the outside and now we are slowly withdrawing our energy we are accumulating and calling back our power we're focusing more on the internal processes that also could mean that we might not feeling so comfortable in social situation because the Virgo energy is more focused as I said towards service and responsibility and hard work so we might gonna feel a little bit grounded by the energies um, that we think, oh, I'm not gonna have any fun anymore. I'm just gonna need to focus on work right now. I wanna get things done. It's a good time to do your tax return if you haven't done it, especially um, in the UK. In other countries, there's maybe another time where you have to fill it but that's a good time to focus on numbers, to look of what you have achieved, to harvest yeah, what you have sown, to take stock, yeah, so making a list of what you have been used um, 
if we go back in the day, people would have now look a look take a look into the cupboards and see, okay, we ran out of this, we need to make more of that, we need to buy this in, because we are already preparing for winter. And if you look at the animals, they will already start, their cycle already has slowed down a little bit. So for example, my dog, I feel he already started sleeping a little bit more than he normally does. So this is also that change of kind of season even though we're in the late summer we're not officially in autumn yet but it's the preparation for autumn it's a preparation for getting your body ready to switch over to a different season getting yourself ready to switch over to this kind of what is yet uh, to come and gonna plan it out it's all about planning it's all about taking the time to use your energy more wisely yeah in leo season your intention may be i just want to have fun whatever let's go out let's have adventures let's do things i want to fall in love i want to be in love i want to enjoy myself and now the energy has changed and once you can really allow this change of energy taking place in your body, mind and spirit. You're aligning yourself to the cosmic cycles and things will flow more naturally for you. You will stop moving against the stream. You will just allow yourself, okay, energy has shifted outside, energy has shifted inside and becoming aware of those changes. And sometimes I, I think when we're trying to work with the new moon and especially the few days before the new moon people feel incredibly tired it's a time of rest it's a time of preparation so similar to that virgo energy right now and that's before any new moon especially the the one the first or two days before new moon is a time to rest to reflect to let go of the last cycle and to prepare for the new one that's to come and it's full of kind of anticipation, curiosity, hope. At the same time, maybe not knowing what's happening next. But if you're feeling that you want to, are you able to slow down around the new moon, before the new moon, on the new moon, and make some time for meditation and really allow your consciousness to be aligned with your subconscious you will be so much more in harmony with the cosmic clock and this will have an impact on your health and your mental health in a very positive way because you will be feeling or drawn to do things more intuitively because you're guided from a different place. Most people are just focusing on the sun, missing out on the current that's inside of them that could go totally against what you want to do because it's not the right time to do things. So you could compare it with um, drinking a cup of tea, like making that kind of ceremony out of it, making it sacred, that new moon cup of tea where you're boiling the water. These are kind of all these expectations I have for the new moon, putting my intention in there. And then the new moon moment is the moment, I think, where we're just about to take the water, the kettle, and before we're pouring it into the cup, 
So the tea that you put into the cup, these are your intentions for the new moon cycle. And the water is then actually the moment when you pour it in, is where the intention merges with your hopes and anticipations and with your conscious thoughts, while the tea in itself is your subconscious mind, and they're merging um, together to become this super duper brew of tea. And then drinking it very consciously, allowing the universe to speak to you through this cup of tea, maybe. Um, allowing to receive downloads for the new cycle. What do I'm supposed to do? What do I want to do? And really allowing these downloads to come through. You might go on a journal um, this moment, that could be a 15-minute uh, practice or meditation, where you really tuning in to what is my body feeling, why, where I am right now, and then becoming aware where the cosmic clock is moving to and how this aligns with your body, mind and spirit. And often these people who are psychically sensitive while you have this kind of moment of awareness and consciousness, you will see that you receive downloads in forms of pictures, emotions and thoughts. Yeah, it's like of psychic impressions that are coming through that will help you to guide you through the next 28 days. And even if you're, you know, you will see you're not always going to be in this kind of... <laughs> cup of tea moment, totally relaxed, knowing what you have to do for the next or so month. And um, because the energies will change, the moon keeps moving through the other signs and energy is going to get steered up. All sorts of thoughts are coming up. There will be um, moments where the energies are flowing very fast and then it will slow down again but overall you are in this kind of cycle of the new moon where you started till it reaches that peak on a full moon where everything goes out the window everything could just end up in chaos could end up in drama could end up in confusion yeah, and then it's good to refer back to that when you had your cup of tea intention moment and you journaled what you were supposed to do, the moon cycle, and reminding yourself that this was the intentional energy and you can always return back and reflect onto it and realign yourself when you feel that you've got off the rails and because the full moon just brought you so much confusion and drama and everybody's going crazy around you and you just said oh I'm just gonna pull out these notes and gonna absorb the energy that I had when I entered into the new moon I'm gonna allow myself to be grounded in this moment again with those energies those words I've been writing down during the new moon and then you can achieve this realignment yeah, and then it's easier for you to remember your first intention overall and what the cosmic clock was doing at that moment in time before everything got um, chaotically out of place. So this is a powerful practice um, you can do every new moon, keeping in mind that the new moons will be um, 
in different energetic qualities depending what signs um, the moon and the sun are moving through and joining uh, together but it's about paying attention and it's about aligning yourself and it's definitely about taking a moment to receive these downloads there are so much insights around this time um, of the new moon that can really help you to align yourself with the cosmic clock, the cosmic cycles and putting your actions, your desires and your motivations in harmony with this cosmic clock. Because then your actions will be supported and inspired by the cosmic cycles and therefore you will achieve success more easily. Yeah, you will move forward faster. You reduce the risk of failure. You be more supported energetically in your tasks and whatever you want to do because you're doing it in the harmony with the universe. And also the universe offering you some guidance on what you should be doing. So you've got this higher guidance coming in, allowing it to work through you by offering yourself as a channel, especially in the moment of the new moon, to receive all these insights, the next steps, an action plan, um, intuitively allowing yourself, as I said, to attune yourself to the cosmic cycles and let this be your overall guidance on the level of your mind and your subconscious mind. And of course, sometimes it's difficult because we still, as I said, have the government and the society kind of timelines clocks schedules impressed onto us but there's a bigger cosmic cycle going on a bigger cosmic clock working and going against this cosmic clock would cause a lot of friction and frustration and we are entering mercury retrograde soon which am I going to talk about next week? Which also will be very interesting and will be asking us to slow down even more. And this is, of course, difficult if you then have a job and you live a life where it's busy all the time and you not have the chance to withdraw and allow these cosmic cycles to be part of your life. Then you might gonna feel really stressed out and to reduce this stress and reduce this anxiety is returning back to these natural cycles, which are the cosmic cycles, and trying to align ourselves and live inspired by them as much as we can. I hope that you enjoyed this week's uh, podcast and you learned a little bit about how you can work with the new moon. And I shall speak to you next week.